Bullshit. It's the No BS Marketing Show. I'm Dave Mastovich, CEO of Mass Solutions, the world's only no bullshit marketing firm. This week's episode includes my portion of today's presentation, podcasting B2B to your business event, hosted by John and Rachel from the Yajagoff podcast and held at the Rivers Club in downtown Pittsburgh. During my segment, I talked about why podcasting is an important part of a company's overall content marketing strategy. I hope you enjoy the presentation. I want to go over for you today why podcasting could probably help you and your brand by being a part of your platform. And I stress the, the word platform because I speak to CEO and CFO and COO groups across the country through various organizations like Vistage. And that's one piece of the No Bullshit platform. I also have written a blog since 2006 that's been read by more than a million people. I also do keynotes. We have eight reasons that people come BS Marketing, so we have eight keynotes. I also do podcast. So that's what I'm talking about when I say a platform. So when you have a company right now that you are doing the marketing for, you're doing multiple things to get the word out and whatever those are. It can be your social media presence, your web presence, it can be your video presence, and I'm going to suggest that you consider adding podcasts to that platform so that you have another medium that you can get the word out from. There are 124 million people that have listened to a podcast. So we started off asking how many people here did, and I got excited because we saw almost everybody's hands go up that they listen to podcasts and that they subscribe to them. Well, it's 630,000 podcasts are out there, 630,000 different podcasts. So think of where blogging was in 2005, 2006. That's where podcasting is today. So there's good and bad to that. What that means is you know that blogging is so prevalent and there's millions of them, but you also know that there are millions that aren't read by many people. So there are 630,000 uh, podcasts right now, 18.5 million episodes. 18.5 million episodes. The number of podcasts goes up about 2,000 new ones per month. So it is a crowded space. But 26% of the American population listens to podcasts monthly. They listen to podcasts regularly. So that's one in four now. And that's going to continue to grow. So if one in four are now listening regularly and 124 million have listened at least once, we really can't ignore this anymore. So it's just like when blogs first came out and people would actually say, I have a blog. And people go, what is that? Well, that was five years ago, four years ago. And podcasts are finally now becoming mainstream. Uh, it has a branding problem because the name stinks. It started out because of the iPod, an item that doesn't even exist anymore. It makes no sense. So people say, you're going to be on the pod, and what's my podcast? And so that was a branding issue they had to fight through. But now when you get to 26% of the people listening regularly, that makes a big difference. 80% of listeners actually listen to the entire episode. 80% listen to the entire episode. Now, this is revolutionary and ties to what Scott said. It's about them. They choose what they want. They choose when they're going to get it. 
They choose how they're going to consume it. So they listen to the whole thing. Now, you're all podcast listeners, so you know what I'm about to describe. If you're listening to an episode while driving to work, and you get to work before the episode ends, <laughs> at some point you go back and finish that episode. You do. At least 80% of you do. So it's a big opportunity to get people that are actively consuming something. But as Scott said, you have to make it about them and focus on them rather than you. And that's why you have to make it so it's part of your platform and you have to target and drill down to reach the people that want what you're talking about. Because then it benefits you as well. So with the No BS Show, we know that we're getting loyal listeners who I had someone on LinkedIn yesterday say, am I an official No BSer? And I said, yes, you are, because she had responded with something about one of my posts or one of the shows, because you're getting people that like what you're doing. Same thing happens with Natalie's show and, and the Yajagov show. They have loyal people who want to hear it and want to consume it, so then they become part of that brand. So you know, ours, we call them loyal no BSers, you know, but everybody has their own way to make that work. So there are eight reasons you should podcast. So there are eight reasons people become BS marketers and there are eight reasons you should podcast. The first is what I mentioned earlier, it's convenient consumption. Where do people listen? 49% at home, can be while they're cooking, can be while they're working out, whatever, 22% in the car, 11% at work, Hopefully not at Mass Solutions. 4% work out, 4% public transportation, 3% walking, 7% other. Why, why all those stats when some are really small? Because it just shows we can consume it on demand when we want to, where we want to. It's long form content. It gives you a chance to talk in depth with someone. On our show, when we have guests, the first question is pretty much the same each time and I say tell me about your career path your journey and that gives people the chance to talk about their story and there are a lot of interesting people that have been hugely successful that aren't name brands I had a guy on the show Chris Broadman of Metz Lewis uh, I think it's the 12th largest law firm here in Pittsburgh but that's in Pittsburgh, what, the 23rd largest market. So he's by no means a national name. But when he told his story, he talked about how he was a C student in college and he struggled to get into law school. And man, did that resonate because there's a lot of people out there that didn't do great at the books part of school. His episode became a very popular one because he was able to talk long form. I've had some guests on who they are so used to being on in traditional media that I ask them a question and they go and they answer it and they do it in their quick 15 to 20 second response and they stop. And then I do that because silence is powerful. And on a podcast, you can have silence. In traditional media, when you had silence, you would hear about it. If there was five seconds of dead air on a radio show, that was bad but you give them the time to talk. And so these people that are used to traditional media and used to the sound bites, they sometimes struggle on my show. And I have to do what Scott said. You talk at the beginning prior to turning the mic on and you say, hey, this is gonna be a conversation. We're gonna talk and you're gonna to get to tell your story. So it's long form content. 
already mentioned a little bit in Scott's presentation, but the average listen time is 22 minutes. Our episodes with guests end up being about 23 to 27 minutes. Try to keep them close to that 22. It was a real struggle for me early because coming from a traditional media TV radio background, I was used to the top and the bottom of the hour. So all of my early shows were 30 minutes. And uh, it was uncanny because my team would say, well, wh why'd you do that? And I go, well, I could sense we were at 28. And so I kind of closed it down because I was picturing my old boss yelling at me when I was on the radio. So I realized just tighten it up a little bit. When we have a guest, we'll, we'll talk freely. It'll be about 45 minutes to an hour of a conversation. We slice it into two episodes. But when you're building this, you have 22 minutes. Why is that the case? 22 to 30 minutes is typically our travel time. It's typically close to a workout time. So all this stuff ties to you and your habits. Business development. This was one that didn't realize was going to happen, but it did happen. And it's when you have the chance to have that long conversation with someone, they get to know you and they get to understand you. And so then they end up doing business with you. And everyone here will tell you that first two speakers did, first three speakers did, and now the fourth one is, it does end up helping with business development. It's affordable in that you can do this in the most basic manner with basic equipment. You can post it through iTunes and there's virtually no cost, it's minimal. Uh, one of the ones I wanna mention is just Anchor. If you wanna just start out, look up Anchor because it's something that's so easy to get you started to be able to do a show and get it out there quickly and it's affordable. It's also a cross promotion piece. It's part of your platform. So you're able to promote this through your other vehicles. So once you do the podcast, everything blends together. So you'll see John and Rachel will be doing one of their video snippets and then they'll post their podcast to Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and then they'll share something else and it's all blending together into that platform. People say to them, I saw you on TV, I saw the video of you, because all of that stuff comes together. Scott's doing the same thing, Natalie's doing the same thing, so am I. You'll see videos that I do about, I'll be at a workshop, and I do a video, and there will be a snippet of that video, so then people will say to me, they saw my podcast. Who cares? It's great. They're catching, they're consuming the content. You can cross-promote, and it gives you a chance for marketing touches about your product. So if you're at a B2B company, and you begin to do a podcast and you have your CEO interviewed about something or one of your top engineers interview about something, you can get marketing touches with that. You're able to forward that in an email. You're able to post that to the blog. You're able to post it to social media. So you continue to get more touches and more engagement. So you get people involved, you get people loyal to you. And you also are able to continue with the connections that you're able to make through the podcast. Now, a couple of things. I will say this. Uh, if you do this and uh, go into this expecting to come out and become a big personality and you're expecting to uh, get a lot of listeners right away, this is a long game and it is strenuous, stressful, and time consuming. You will need to really put a lot of effort into it and with 600,000, 30,000 of them, and 18.5 million episodes and only going up. Most people that do it don't do it well. It's great for me, so I don't do it great, but I don't do it awful. 
So there's a lot of awful stuff out there. So if you're gonna do this, put the time in on the front end, plan, decide what's your big idea, what's the one thing you want to be the takeaway from your podcast? What is that goal? A lot of people go the guest route. I have a hybrid route where I do some guest, some just topics about the Gillette campaign since I'm a marketing thought leader. I did something on the Gillette campaign and so forth. You have to decide what that is for you and your company and be, plan that on the front end. He mentioned how many episodes he had in the can. I think everybody tries to do that. It seems, seems, seems like that number 15 is about right before I dropped my first one. I had 15 ready to go. It becomes time consuming and you wonder what's going on sometimes. The average number of uh, downloads I think is like 130 or something across the spectrum of the podcast. So you have to be accepting of at the beginning, oh, like Scott said at the beginning, oh, 12 people. 12 people. Yes. My mom, my yes. dad, my nice brother, <laughs> and everybody that works at Mass Solutions. So nobody, not one person listened to this. Yes, great. So that being said, I think it's still worth it. So I'll close with just do it. That was my presentation from the podcasting B2B to your business event hosted by John and Rachel from the Yajagoff podcast. And this marks the end of another episode of the No BS Marketing Show recorded from our studios in bold, beautiful downtown Pittsburgh. Remember, ask yourself, what's the big idea? And build your story around the answer. It's all about bold solutions, no BS.